What's happening, everybody? My name is Julius. And I'm Ufwe. We, we are here to talk about DC once again. Yep, uh, I, we're specifically talking about Harley Quinn. Yes, we're focusing on the ladies once again. Uh, I think the last podcast, uh, one of the last podcasts you were on, Ufwe, was about Black Panther. And <laughs> she did the thing. And um, You know what the thing Wonder is. Wonder Woman. Yes. Yes. Wonder Woman was also part of this series where we talk monthly about uh, DC characters in the film universe that's going on. Yeah. Um, the universe's future is a lot brighter, I would say. Um, I saw Shazam. Yeah. Reviewed it. It was a lot of fun. I'm very excited to see what's in store. I wish, you know, people like Henry Cavill and Affleck would stay just because now it's getting better. Yeah. But now nah, they're just like, no, peace, dog. I'm out. This is, yeah. <laughs> you know. But now we get like Robert Patterson. Yeah, right. Yeah. And we've done podcasts about that where he's going to be the next Batman and mm-hmm. Angel's just crying because it's so good news. Uh, and I'm and I'm just laughing because I'm like, damn, this dude's crying right in front of me. <laughs> like, why are there tears happening right now? This seems a little excessive. Uh, like, like, did you just get out of Twilight, bro? <laughs> Wow. Wow. Okay. All right, Ufwe. Um, I know you yes. don't really care about DC, <laughs> which is why, obviously, I'm having you on podcasts about DC. Yes, you have me exclusively on podcasts. That's One it. podcast for Marvel, yeah. two podcasts for DC. That, that makes total sense. Get on yeah. it, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So... You ju- you said we're doing Harley Quinn, you know. Yes. You announced it to the people. Yes, yeah, so uh, let them know. Well, what do you want to let them know a bit more about Harley Quinn? I would love to. Let's okay, do it. so Harley Quinn is actually a character who is one of the characters that I kind of enjoy in the DC universe because, mm. like, I feel like with the DC universe, they tend to do villains better than they do. Then with Heroes. like like oh oh I see I thought you were gonna do a Marvel comparison you see I you know what's funny about what you just said is that um during the press tour for Winter Soldier Captain America yeah. the Winter Soldier they yeah. they were uh, the the clash between Marvel and DC was brought up yeah and because uh, at the at the time. Uh, BVS was supposed to come out the same weekend as Captain America Civil War, mm-hmm. but no one knew it was Captain America Civil War at that time. They just knew it was the third Captain America film. Mm-hmm. They didn't know it was going to be a holy shit F of a film. Yeah. Um, but they were overly confident and they started making fun of DC. Anthony Mackie saying, yeah, punk step up to get beat down. Tell him, <laughs> tell him, man. And then Sam Jackson saying, talking crap also. Mm-hmm. A dude who has been in some DC films, he's talking shit. Yeah. And he said, you know, at Marvel, we got heroes. And at DC, you got interesting bad guys. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's true, it though. It is true. it's like not at all wrong yeah okay so harley quinn as a character she started in like the 90s yeah the the animated series the animated series for batman right amazing yeah (laughs) (laughs) why don't you wrap up my heart yeah exactly (laughs) these cartoons knew what it was about back in the day yeah and since then, we've had the Marvel of Harley Quinn and Who's the, the Marvel of Harley Quinn having two ass cracks. Who's that? The Marvel of Harley Quinn? The the, the Marvel as in Marvel adjective oh, describing. Like, oh, I see. The, 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 I don't know. The Marvel. Let's go with yes. the Marvel. Use yes. Marvel. Let's go with Marvel. Marvel. Like, I'm marveling at how great. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yes. 
yeah, like how, you know, that whole yeah. two ass crack hypersexualization of a character type. Yes. Type. Yeah. And so one thing that I think makes Harley Quinn as a character interesting mm. is how sometimes in her character line, she has moments of like really serious intense depth right and also we have a lot of sympathy for her as a character because she is a character who within the dc universe has experienced um abuse abuse on a major scale like yes. way more than robin does in in uh, batman's relationship with him real talk you know uh that's a great point it is amazing in hindsight that such a layered and deep character with a really controversial topic, uh, a part of her DNA, mm-hmm. like uh, spousal abuse, yes. was introduced in a children's cartoon in the 90s. Yeah. Um, you know, she was played mostly for laughs, I would say. It's kind of like this uh, this kind of the, the butt of a joke until yeah. later in the series she got a very great episode called Mad Love and really got into her backstory, who she is, why she is obsessed with the Joker. Because that's, that's the thing about Harley Quinn. She was a uh, psychiatrist at Arkham Asylum mm-hmm. who was assigned to the Joker. Mm-hmm. Uh, actually, it was for mostly uh, fame and vanity. She wanted to cure, quote-unquote, the Joker for her own career. Uh, Joker saw this and was like, no. <coughs> That's uh, not happening. Not, not bitch. <laughs> like, <laughs> bitch, you thought. <laughs> <laughs> the Joker was, you know, took advantage of that. Yeah. And he really cemented his role as a master manipulator. And, you know, she became a... Uh, just like a, a dependent on him ever since mm-hmm. and that is very interesting and it made for a great episode it made for a long history of this character like the character's still around yeah it, and there's a reason why people have so much love for this character yeah however um i think that one thing that would be kind of interesting as yes. like a, for the future of her as a character is kind of focusing on her as her own character mm-hmm. focusing on her as maybe the history of abuse is a part of her backstory yes but her life apart from joker i feel like would be something that could be very empowering to see on screen mm-hmm. but also like be a really interesting yeah like kind of like a jessica jones yes. type thing perfect she, yeah. when you said marvel harley quinn i was like jessica johns because <laughs> <It's like, laughs> that is a similar story yes. you know, and a similar kind of relationship shit they could fucking uh david Tennant could be the joker are you kidding me come on Jeez. now like that Ooh. that fool is the joker it would be way better than well we'll get to that <clears throat> because that because <laughs> Because that's a, that's a big part of it, right? Yeah. That's a big part of our conversation. But when it comes to Harley Quinn, um, you know, I think a move like because they announced a movie about her. Yes. When the uh, after Suicide Squad came out. Yes. So um, I believe that they're doing a movie with all of the Marvel female villains. Or the DC. The DC. Yeah. D- <laughs> all of the this. D- is, this is on you for for trying to be clever with the word. Yeah, I know that was my fault. <laughs> but anyway, birds of prey, birds of prey, yes, yeah. which they've teased. Actually, videos have come out. They got Huntress in there. They've got, I think, Catwoman's in that film. Yeah, uh, Harley okay. Quinn is obviously in it. Obviously, Poison Ivy because yeah. those two's friendship. 
Iconic. Yeah. Friendship. Yeah. Sorry. See, you can already tell who I ship her with. Okay. Exactly. <laughs> um, and that's that's a movie coming out that hopefully does push that empowerment message. Not for some. Not. I don't even think for a political reason. It's yeah. because we love that character mm-hmm. for that reason. Exactly. You know, we love the character because, um, I, in my mind, right, the way mm-hmm. I see Harley Quinn is that she learns to gain her independence once again, mm-hmm. you know, and probably in a way better than what she was before the Joker. Um, the fact that she has to be kind of submissive to this insane uh, criminal. I-, I want a movie where we really do-, do delve into the relationship in a way that Suicide Squad didn't. Exactly. You know, it was very bizarre in Suicide Squad, uh, especially... It was really jarring because, yeah. like... They're like, oh, yeah, we're just going to have this montage of her falling into a vat. And yeah. It's like weirdly. Yeah. And, well, it's like the Joker is dependent on her in that yes. film. And I don't I don't prefer that because the whole idea is that this woman is doing this stuff against her will. Mm-hmm. You know, that that's the whole idea. And for Joker to be obsessed with her rather than passive, it, it just doesn't it doesn't, it doesn't work. Make sense. Yeah. Cause it makes him less of a threat. Yes. You know? I'm sorry for, for her to For him to be so willing to do things to get her back when in um, the original comics, she would disappear for weeks and he wouldn't notice. Yeah. Yeah, he didn't care. Yeah. He really didn't care about her. And that that is really the tragic part of this character, that uh, no matter how much she tries or whatever, he really only cares about himself. Mm-hmm. and you know in suicide squad they're trying to you know they're trying to show like oh yeah joker actually does love her and actually does care about her which makes her for me it makes her less interesting yeah um in and that film also it just kind of feels like a very confusing dynamic and mm-hmm. it, i feel like suicide squad as a film was just confusing yeah like <laughs> I, I just came out of that movie feeling like i just wasted my time i was like uh, okay, okay. <laughs> that was it that was ba- that i mean that's how i felt aside from the anger that's how i felt <laughs> it you know but it also doesn't work um uh, emotionally speaking because if they have this great relationship where they're texting throughout the film and she he's coming to save her and everything mm-hmm. why at the end when the enchantress shows her what she wants it's this perfect relationship where he doesn't have the makeup or the green hair they have a kid together they have a nice yeah. saliva in her well i mean that's what you would want i i think that's what you would want if the relationship was toxic in the in the first place if there was something really wrong for you in that relationship Mm -hmm. but they're they're good with each other you know they're good with each other in that movie on one hand but i think that maybe they were trying to depict a different type of abuse Mm -hmm. where it's um which isn't the dynamic that they have in the comics which is like so like there is a type of abuse where they hyper manage and control right so like every move is controlled by your abuser yes they'll be like oh you go out to hang out with your friends every 15 minutes you're getting a text message from your abuser mm-hmm. you <clears throat> sorry i have a cold. it's okay um wait you got a cold not a cold um you gotta get out here. i have a shit ton of allergies <laughs> oh god i'm like legit allergic to everything and so I'm dying right now. Especially bad movies. Like suicide. Oh. Oh. <laughs> oh. 
hold the fuck out. Okay. Anyway, um, so what was occurring? Like, it's like a type of abuse where they hyperfixate and then they hyper control mm-hmm. the subject of their abuse. Right. And so, like, that's also a form of abuse. Yeah. Which maybe they were trying to depict, but that's not how I came off. No. Yeah. No. So <laughs> that's that's. I mean. I don't know, man. It just it just wasn't working in that film. Uh, but now, a year later, after uh, Suicide Squad came out, yes. we had a much better film in this DC lineup called Wonder Woman, where it did Ye- it really did uh, empower people, especially women. Yeah. Um. It really did show that. Look, you just gotta. Uh, eval- um, evaluate develop her as a character first mm-hmm. the the fact that she's a woman is part of the great details you know mm-hmm. uh, the fact that she has to deal with a world a man's world especially you know. back then yeah I mean, during so- world war one I, I mean that that's the great like filling you know yeah. that's that's the carbs of this yes. movie you know yeah. wonder or not wonder woman harley quinn should live up to that i think yeah because it acts as the opposite really uh, Wonder Woman is about empowering in a very Superman-like fashion. Mm-hmm. And I think Harley Quinn, oddly enough, could act as the empowerment in a Batman-type fashion. Yeah. It's a darker sense of abilities of, yes. of women trying to get their asses up the ladder and shit. Yeah, just like, I'm a boss-ass <laughs> bitch, I'm about to fuck up all your shit yeah. type. Like that, um, what... Uh, Jennifer's body truly was. Oh, uh, the Megan Fox film? Yes. <laughs> that movie gets way too much shit because Megan Fox got way too much shit. Megan Fox mm. was the actress we did not deserve. I'm sorry. I could go on a whole tangent about that. Movie. Well, we won't. <laughs> we're not going to do that because we're staying on, on task. topic. Or task, yes. Okay. Um, Two different tangents. Anyway. <laughs> so, Harley Quinn. Right. Like, what would you want to see the most? Oh, well, man. Give me your um, elevator pitch. Oh, for dang. The well, movie. I, I definitely want to see kind of the yin to Wonder Woman's yang, right? Okay. Um, I would love a, a, a movie, since it kind of acts as in terms of a Batman film, mm-hmm. right? Where it is about women empowerment. Uh, make the Joker the villain of that film, honestly. Uh, you know, it's kind of on the nose in terms of beating your abuser. Yeah. But it, it works, you know. It, the story and the character calls for it. And if they made the Joker the villain, we could see that dynamic uh, in a very different way. You know, we get the relationship between someone like Batman and the Joker. It, mm-hmm. it is it is a relationship. Yeah. There are a lot of jokes like, oh, they just want each other. But here are two... They be- really <laughs> play that yeah, up in the Lego Oh yeah, and I loved it for that. <laughs> but like, that's what I'm talking about. That the Lego Batman movie did that relationship better than Suicide Squad, bro. For real. Like, what the hell? <laughs> Toys did it better. But that's what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. Get that type of dynamic in a in a Harley Quinn film. We could see the Joker from a completely different angle than we've ever seen. And you know what? You know, what? I'm 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 gonna give a lifeline to Jared Leto. Mm-hmm. bring him back honestly bring him back and i know you're looking at me like like i'm <laughs> the joker right now but honestly uh, he's a first of all he's a good actor and the problem with yeah. that movie was the direction and the writing i have no doubt that jared leto can be a great joker because yes. um he's I, just kind of an asshole <laughs> as a human being well you know <laughs> we'll i need want, that for the joker bro. i wouldn't want anybody to have to deal with 
him being an asshole because yeah. there's like method acting and then it's there's true. method acting where you're just using it as an excuse to be a well that's why dick. i'm directing that and on my set you're not you're not pulling any of that shit all right yeah no dead pigs no rats or anything no none of that like did, yeah you know that story about on the set he, he did that to uh, Viola Davis. And you she don't w- do that to yeah. Viola Davis. And she was like, look, you you can keep doing this, but I just need you to know something before you we proceed right now. Mm-hmm. My husband does have a gun, and he does know how to use it. <laughs> <laughs> and, and you know what happened? He stopped. Exactly. He stopped doing it. We need that type of dynamic <laughs> for this Harley Quinn film. Just have Viola Davis on set all times. <laughs> like, if you slip. I'm hiring her as security. (laughs) (laughs) That would be great. Honestly, that's what I would love to see in a Harley Quinn film. Oh my God. You know, I think that it, you know, she's a great character. Uh, Guys, women love her for that specific reason. Mm -hmm. You know, throw in someone like uh, Poison Ivy in there because uh, that also does, like you said, include a a different type of abuse. Mm Because Harley, or uh, what's her name? Poison Ivy controls Mm -hmm. people. Like, actually does actually control them control them. it's not it's not like some sort of mind manipulation <laughs> no, 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 no. no mind games yeah. like the joker yeah it's like you're gonna do what i want exactly you know uh, how about you what would you want to see what i would like to see viola davis on on set <laughs> <laughs> just what i just would like to see viola davis just be yeah, like it's true but anyway <laughs> that's another tangent and uh, now for something completely different <laughs> hours later they get to the point <laughs> anyway Ten hours later. <laughs> i mean true though <laughs> i mean where's the lie um anyway mm-hmm. yes uh, what i was going to say is what i kind of like for a harley quinn movie is mm-hmm. like seeing her outside of the context of the joker i feel like harley quinn as a character is just really cool on her own yeah. and like also i really like the have you seen the comic where she interacts with the Black Siren when she's pregnant. I, I've not actually. Oh my god! Is it the, the Black Canary? Maybe? Black Canary, yeah. yes. Black Canary uh-huh. when she's pregnant, and she's like they're like having this fight, mm. and then um, Harley picks up on the fact that she's pregnant, mm. and she's like, "We're not fighting." Oh, that's nice. Yeah, I like that. See that? I like that. <laughs> I like that, and I want to see a scene like that showing yeah. off because like that kind in that scene she goes on to like she actually goes to black canary when she's given birth to the baby mm-hmm. and like gives her a bunch of gifts for the baby. don't don't I, I don't know how that happened just keep going gifts for the baby and <laughs> it's really cute and i would love to see more of that but like that's just like more of like a side tangent note what i would really want to see is like a really cool, like, kind of like a heist movie, like Ocean's Eight. Oh, but dang. that'd be pretty cool, Inclu- involving other super uh, femmes and yes, stuff. Yes, super femmes. Cool. Like, I would love to see like an Ocean's Eight type Shit. thing where they're like all just like being fucking bass. Birds and, and of prey better be like that. Bro. Exactly. <laughs> so like Ocean's Eight type scenario where they're just like going on this heist and they're taking shit and you talk about mm-hmm. the histories of these characters and the abuse that they've implemented and how that strengthens them in the future. Yeah. But it's not about that. They are their own characters outside of that 
history. Yeah. And so it's them moving forward. I think that that would be really cool. That would be, uh, I would love that. Um, not only because it deals with empowerment, but, uh, that is a very stylistic choice, and I think that's the whole idea. You know, you, we, we're getting more female superhero films because they have a completely different perspective on the genre. Mm-hmm. You know, for a long time, we've had movies like I, Iron Man and Superman and Batman and everything. And, you know, a, a complaint that seems current and constant sometimes is when, you it's know... It's just to beat them up. It's to beat them up, and it's also like... We've seen this before. You know, Mm -hmm. it's lather, rinse, repeat at a certain point. Mm -hmm. But when you involve women heavily, I think it it can bring a different um, dynamic. dynamic. You know, that's that's what made Wonder Woman interesting. Mm -hmm. Um, That's why the potential of a Harley Quinn film, like what we're talking about, that's interesting. You know, Mm -hmm. I think... And Jessica Jones also. Yeah. Be fair. Like, that that show kicks ass, you know? Yeah, for real. (laughs) Like, damn. That'd be great. Um, So, I don't know if you've heard about the Harley and Joker film they're working on. Uh, have you heard anything about that? I haven't heard oh anything about it. I've heard it's very bizarre, the, the things I've heard about. Uh, it's not... At, at first, it doesn't sound like what we're talking about. Uh, it sounds like a this kind of take on a Judd Apatow-ish type romantic comedy. They apparently kidnap Dr. Phil to work on their relationship. Uh, yeah, <laughs> that's... That, I'm not making this up. This is apparently what happens in the film. Uh, you know, I would prefer... I mean, you know what I would prefer, everybody. But, like, what do you think about that when you hear something like that? Do you think it's more played for laughs? More parody-ish? Super played for laughs. Not taking into account the history of the character. Right. It, it doesn't sound like anything that anybody wants. <laughs> yeah. So, why... Why? <laughs> and then, like, I get the feeling that Joker's just gonna do some dumb shit, and right. he's not gonna want to, like, confront his problems or some shit, and then he's just gonna, like, kill Dr. Phil. I feel like that's, that's the okay, type of though. shit would happen. That's fine, though. <laughs> yeah, that, like, like if, if that happened in real, like, Damn. within the, like, DC, like, I feel like that would be what would happen. He would yeah. do it just for, like, to be like, fine, I don't care. I think that's what's he- gonna happen, honestly. Yeah. You know? I, I, I don't need... A bit. See, that's a that's an interesting thing, right? Mm-hmm. I would need in a Harley Quinn film her to go through a character arc. Mm-hmm. I don't need that from the Joker. The Joker represents evil. He represents chaos, and that doesn't need to change. I don't think he's just like I feel like as a character, mm-hmm. he's stagnant in that he is just one embodiment of a pure concept. Yeah. So like. As an embodiment of a pure concept, it would be anti-characteristic for him to go through something like growth. Yeah, like, uh, hey, guess what? I'm not gonna beat you or anything, you know? Like, yeah. Like, you I'm know, gonna try to be kind to you. He's a like, joker. He's a joker. It doesn't yeah. make any sense for him as yeah. a character and to yeah. that. I mean, there are stories, uh, very recent actually, where it, they're kind of what-ifs of uh, the Batman lore yeah, um, where the Joker and the Batman, you know, kind of switched places. You know, he, uh, Joker worked uh, for the police and everything trying to catch Batman as this vigilante. Mm-hmm. And it, it was a pretty, it was a pretty good, I mean, definitely good story. Um, but I want them to establish before anything like that. that who the Joker yeah, is in the DCU. Who this fool is, you know? And 
a way you do that is by showing his effect on people. Yes. Harley Quinn is a great is a great uh, candidate for that. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. And um, if you do that, you can make something very compelling, mm-hmm. uh, something that will get people talking. And mm-hmm. because people are talking, that means they're going to go see it. Yeah. Okay. You can hate on Captain Marvel all you want. Y'all, pay- it didn't make a billion dollars out of nowhere. You know. Yeah. It, it people paid for that. Movie. There's a reason. <laughs> yeah. People talked about it, mm-hmm. and people wanted to see what was really going on. Exactly. You know? Opinions are, you know, they they came out and people are gonna have their opinions, and that'll happen with Harley Quinn. Mm-hmm. Even if the movie isn't as serious as we're talking about, as we wish and hope for. Yeah. Um. But you know. I, I just feel like this character is too big not to do something Im- important with. Especially since she's the most popular with the generation that's going to be mm-hmm. watching these movies. Yeah. And so y- you want to do her right. Right. You, like, I feel like I really love the Margot Robbie's character design version of her because I feel like it's like a very stylized version of that same concept of a character it keeps up with uh what what's current you know yes. like i see a lot of girls dress like that yeah you know so it makes sense within that context but like i feel like the character herself i feel like none of the characters within that movie were done right yeah but i <laughs> i hope that with birds of prey mm-hmm. i mean i i mean like the thing about the joker and harley quinn movie is like if they decide to go full-on comedy, mm-hmm. you're going to need to have him be not the end point. Like, so, like, where she ends up? With somebody else. Or wait, with on her own or oh, something. So, where she ends up would be away mm-hmm. from him. Away from if him. If it were a comedy. If it were a comedy. Mm-hmm. Because I feel like anything with her ending up with him at the end is just gonna feel cheap oh you mean suicide squad (laughs) you mean suicide squad yeah yeah see that's that 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 happened um yeah no i agree i think that a joker harley quinn film harley quinn film whatever movie it's gonna be um there's a big chance for it to end up as something really offensive Mm -hmm. um you know i feel like if it was a straight up comedy and they're getting wacky hijinks and everything it, it nullifies the relationship. Mm-hmm. It makes it like, oh. All of the this- impact of that relationship is just gone. Yeah. It's like, it's not a bad, not that bad a thing, you know? Yeah. They're having and, a good time. And then like the thing is like, I, what I worry about is like there are, are young girls who are out there. Oh yeah, there Who are. already. Kind of look up to this character, honestly. Look up to this character. Yeah. And then idealize her and Joker's relationship. Oh my! Yeah, I've seen. I'm that. a Harley <laughs> looking for my Joker. That concerns me. Yeah, that's scary. So, like, when you see that, you want. I would like to have a narrative where the girls who look up to Harley Quinn mm-hmm. and idealize her as a character. Yeah. Also, see that you can be this kooky, wacky, like crazy bad girl character. Right. But you don't have to take up a bunch of bullshit. Right. Yeah, it's true. I, I can't say it any better. I mean, that's how you, that's the main point of it. When you're dealing with someone who is damaged in a way, mm-hmm. 
I think it's easy to look up to them because they're so damaged and it is kind of relatable to people. Yes. It's it's hard not to look up to that person. Oh, well, that person's got a baseball bat. They look, they're expressing themselves with the hair and the clothing and everything, you know? Yeah. And they're living the life. But, you know, a lot of people misinterpret it, you know, in the way they misinterpret violence in film. Exactly. You know, it's not the violence that you should be focusing on. It's the fact that violence was done and there were con- consequences because of it you know people who make militias because they start or they watched uh, fight club you know they, they don't get it that it's a bad thing you know just, yeah just because we're in the perspective our protagonist is someone who leads a more negative lifestyle mm-hmm. that doesn't mean it's right that actually means it's probably something to keep an eye out for you yeah. know when i go see joker later this year mm-hmm. i'm gonna go watch it knowing this is a movie about someone who loses all senses of reality. Exactly. Who, yeah, who becomes a terrorist, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, it's, it's the Joker, you know? Yes, he's a bad character. He's right. a bad dude. This fool. You don't want to idealize <laughs> and be the bad dude. This fool fights Batman. Yeah. You know? But, like, then, like, I feel like the reason why that happens is because, like, some people just can't relate to the archetypal good guy right which is the reason why i never gone to dc mm. is because i like good guys but i'm like archetypal because of this right the stereotype kind of pushed you away yes like the 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 other uh, look up in the sky it's a bird it's a plane you know like that type of stuff huh yes yeah it just feels like disingenuous because they're not i mean no matter what a character is going to be based on a human being mm-hmm who has some supernatural abilities but at their core they are human Mm. they have flaws and so like the things if your only flaw is that you know oh something bad happened to my girlfriend right boohoo something bad happened to my mom boohoo right and you don't have any other complexities in your character then i'm not gonna i mean I, of course, it's reductive because I'm not a DC fan. Right. Y'all see, can come it, at me in the comments. Well, I can come there. at you right now. But you can uh, come at me right now. I, I think what you're talking about, right, the stereotype, where obviously Superman is a big example of that stereotype, yes. where I think a lot of people are put off because of that that idea, right? Yes. Um, they give Batman a chance. They don't give Superman a chance. Exactly. And I think it's because... A lot of people, and I'm not saying, you know, you're you're a bad person or anything. I'm saying that a lot of people I don't think give Superman that type of chance. Because, for, for one thing, his story keeps getting messed up in these yes. movies. I mean, Man of Steel, like, what the hell? But I, from what I've read, from what I've grown up watching, right? Mm-hmm. Christopher Reeve, right? All-Star Superman. Tim Daly. George Newbern. All these people who have... George Reeves, you know? All these people who have helped build his character. Um, for me... Because uh, Superman's my guy. Yeah. Um, he, he's way more interesting than I think people give him credit for. Mm-hmm. Including these filmmakers. Like, like the dude knows uh, uh, alien-type martial arts. He knows every... He's read every book on the planet. He's super intelligent. He's a journalist. Yeah. He has wit to him. But people know the... The, the, the big ass. Dun, 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 you know? And... I feel like that is a a problem when what you're representing, and this can go for Harley Quinn as well. Yes. When all you're representing is is something that's played out, and it you're not giving it enough meaning. Mm-hmm. You know that's happened with Superman in this world. Yeah. That's happened with Harley Quinn in this world. Yes. You know so. 
I guess you know like people part, need to give a chance. Part of the thing is, I would say, is filmmakers need to focus on characters mm-hmm. and not just all of the oh bang bang pow pow right and they have yeah this big fight that dragon ball shit yeah <laughs> that no dragon ball shit no you can't just like people want more you I can have more. the bang bang pow pow yeah but you gotta have all of the stuff in the background to back it up like i said you need you need the carbs okay yeah you know like uh, i know you like captain america right yeah see that's that's the superman of yes, this generation, he's the he's the guy you're talking about. Yeah, but he's done right. He's done yeah. properly. There's not see that's that's the thing. I think people have this idea that Superman is not relatable mm-hmm. because he is a god trying to be a man, right? Mm-hmm. For for me, that's super relatable. Someone who has a lot of self doubt and a lot of conflict within them, trying to be a be- the great person. For me, that's very relatable. Mm-hmm. Captain America is that person. Mm-hmm. He comes from a very different time, very different outlook on life, very, mm-hmm. probably more simplistic. And yeah. he tries his best to fit in to the to the modern era. And you know what? When when that happens, he he's the best of ever of everyone. Mm-hmm. There's a reason at the end of Endgame, you saw it, right? No. Okay, well, never mind. Yeah. <laughs> I was about to spoil something real big. But okay. there's a reason he's the 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 leader. Yes. It's because he is the best of us. And I think Superman needs, for real, the Chris Evans treatment, yes. the Russo brothers treatment, <laughs> the Captain America treatment. Super- Superman needs that. Yeah. To, to, to show you <laughs> and other people why he's great. Yeah. I, okay. <laughs> Look, I, I very much recommend for you, if why. Yes. The, uh, a Superman book. It's called All-Star Superman. It pr- it humanizes him the most out of any Superman book ever written. You know, okay. it's it's an incredible book. And now this is a Superman podcast. But <laughs> okay. Uh, Harley Quinn. To Harley Quinn. I say everybody read Mad Love and watch Mad Love. Yes. Uh, because that's a great episode and great book. They turned the, the, the episode into a graphic novel. Mm-hmm. So... Shit, are you, you kidding me? You don't need anything Bitchin'. else from that. Yeah. <laughs> also, Jesus Christ, if I knew the name of the comic where that timeline, where that interaction occurs. Between a, a Black, Black Canary, Canary and yeah. Harley Quinn. I'm not sure, but I'm sure someone will know. Somebody will know. They better know. Sound off in the comments. Please help a girl out. <laughs> <laughs> I am Julius. And I'm Ufwe. What do you think about Harley Quinn in the DC universe? Are you excited for her future? DC films future entirely. I mean, Joker's coming out later this year, and that looks freaking great. Like, holy crap. DC is on track as far as I'm concerned. Yes. Um, Everybody, it is our third year of existing as a podcast, as a team, a family, if you will. And we are trying to get more subscribers, more people to join us in the sun, as uh, as Jor-El will put it, you know? Yes, just lavishing them good vitamin d that vitamin d (laughs) vitamin d's nuts everybody vitamin dcu don't (laughs) be so god that that's why i got you here but um everybody we're trying to get to three thousand right now since it's our third year we're close to it Please subscribe, tell your friends, share these videos, like, and do all that good stuff after 3,000. It's going to be 30,000. YouTube. 
Well, of course. Of course. 30,000 will be after 3,000. After 30,000 will be 300 and 300 million and 300 billion. Tree Hillian. For the gold button. Yes. Please, please, <laughs> please subscribe. and Get this poor boy his gold button. Help me out, please. <laughs> he really needs it. <laughs> Everybody, thank you for listening. Goodbye. Bye. The GOAT Podcast is proof you don't have to look any further for movie news, reviews, trailer reactions, or special discussions. Subscribe, get notified about what's going on, and I promise you'll be entertained by our daily content on YouTube. If you want more, we're on Twitter at GOAT Film Podcast, Instagram The GOAT Podcast, and The GOAT Movie Group on Facebook. Get connected with us, see what's happening, and make sure to love it while you're doing so.